0: Welcome to Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. Through the revelation of God's undeserved, unearned and unmerited favor, we are committed to helping you make better changes in life, for life. Hallelujah. Thank you ever so much, Milton Keynes, for for having me. Uh, We really feel welcomed, uh, the Luton family, and everyone, uh, thank you very much, Pastor Danny and the church board. Uh, I would like to appreciate uh, my parents are here as well. Thank you very much. Uh, without uh, wasting much time, just get into the word. Uh, thank you very much, Ma'am Gadza, for, for, for the word. You literally, I think she literally took all my notes. So <laughs> we'll do a revision. <laughs> In Shona, they say, Simba. <laughs> but, um, I love sports a lot. I think I, I watch sport at home. I think if, if my wife knew that I was a sports junkie, probably should have thought twice. So what it is, I, I sometimes have two screens and in, in, in three screens or even four screens watching different sports. Don't ask me how I process that, but yeah, I'm able to do that. And in my observation of, um, of sports, I've, I've seen so many talented sports personnel or sports people not make it. You know, they were gifted with the ability to to, to 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 perform a certain art. And they don't make it. And there are other sports personnel that are mediocre, but they work hard. And they actually make it. Uh, in terms of breaking records, in terms of um, achieving so many things, and even having a good life out of sport. And, I mean, as a football supporter, there is the question about Messi or Ronaldo. I don't know if all of you... <laughs> Who's a messy fan? Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think probably that's the debate of our generation, what's going on. But um, my observation is it's not enough to just have the talent and not work hard. It's not enough to be admitted to a very good school and not work hard. It doesn't guarantee you success. I'm pretty sure there's so many people that went to Cambridge or Oxford... Uh, probably that turned out the other way. Um, <laughs> okay, let's do another testimony, probably. <laughs> a joke. Let me just clarify this in front of the church. There's a time when in, um, when, in the Doncaster, the Dome Youth Conference, um, so I went to Anglia Ruskin in Cambridge. And uh, Sanawango thought uh, I went to Cambridge, Cambridge. So the pastor was like, any of us who we went to Cambridge? And he stood up was like, I'm ah, Koshu <laughs> So Pastor Danny is saying, oh yeah, you went to Cambridge, but look at yourself. (laughs) But it's not enough, you know, to just be admitted into university, into school. It doesn't guarantee you success. It's not enough to just attend lectures, young people. It's not enough to just go to school, rely on lectures and seminars, and then come back to school. And then just chill and watch TV. It's not enough. There needs to be an effort. Outside all these four walls, outside all these things that they've created, there needs to be an effort. A- among there needs to be an effort, even for sports people. There's need an, an effort to work hard on your craft. Similarly, so 2 Peter 1:3, it says, God has given us everything that we need for spiritual walk to live a godly life. He has given us everything that we need. It's there. It's, for the, it's there for our taking, but does that guarantee success? Does that guarantee us a place in heaven? And Peter, writing to this text that was read earlier, is writing to new believers that have accepted Christ for the first time, or that are in their baby steps in their belief, and he's just conscientizing them to be to be very aware of the Christian walk to be very meticulously looking at their Christian walks and to be guarding it jealously against things probably that pollute our Christian walk. I mean, young people, um, you know, this, this, this world gives us so much freedom. Uh, you can do what you want in this, in this world. You can lie. You don't go to, to jail. You can just uh, steal. Well, if you steal on a larger case, probably you, you're, you're, you're banged up inside. But probably you can just take things. There's so much freedom. But with this freedom, Peter was writing, you know, you shouldn't use this freedom to indulge in your selfish or in your earthly things. Verse 4. You know, as as, as we are walking in this Christian walk, what are the things that pollute us? I was looking at us young people. What are the things that really pollute us? That draws us back. I look at probably the music that we listen to. There's there's a new genre nowadays that is going around. I think when I went to uh, university, he wasn't there, but uh, Drew Music. Parents, do you know what Drew Music is? No idea. (laughs) They're listening to it. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Tunes. Guys, do you know what Drew Music is? A little bit of Drew Music. Anyone who wants to... You're the musicians, guys. You're the experts. in in, Anyone who wants to define Drew Music, I think you got something to say. What's Drew Music? Basically it's just uh, UK rap. That's, that's the best way to actually put it. Yeah. It's, it's UK rap. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not violent. It's like, it's UK music, but the way it's set out, um, it mostly, people from London do it. And it's usually the top drill artists are usually Gangs, so like you'll be like six, seven, Harlan Spartans. Um, was oh my, my bad. I, I've only seen this um when I was scrolling down on my timeline. I I, I don't know who I they mean, are. Would <laughs> you want you to justify your intake of drew music? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, there's drew music. It's a new type of music that is out there. Um, I'll just expand on what you were saying. The music is so aggressive. Very, very aggressive. It's very violent. It's so dark. Um, there used to be garage. When I, was, when I was growing up, there used to be garage. This is miles ahead of garage. When I used to grow up, there was hip-hop. I think probably... Pastor Danny. You can relate with hip-hop and garage, yeah? So we're in the same boat. <laughs> but this is miles, miles, miles ahead of garage and hip-hop. These, these people are talking about <laughs> some of these things I can't say when I'm here, but they're talking about so many things that they're bragging with this freedom that has been granted in this world. and our children are listening to these things, and you aspire to be some of these things. And, and Peter was aware, you know you know drill music is not a, a new phenomenon, it's just a modified thing, it's a modified spirit to just suit this environment. It was always there and peter and the disciples they were always aware of these things but it was in another form and with 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 these things he's saying you have to curb your immoral freedom for it to suit the christian walk and we've been given all these things to to advance other things probably that might um pollute our our christian walk is the social media school of thought um, there's so many people that are teaching in universities on campuses. You know, this, this, especially this part of the world, there's so much freedom. Anyone can teach what they want, isn't it? Uh, so you have societies and clubs in universities where they practice what they want to practice. And uh, they're funded. They're well funded. And even they can teach you wizardry, sorcery. It's there in the university. It's part of the wisdom. It's part of the immoral wisdom that is around in the world. And these are the things that are just out there that Peter was writing against. Acceptable social norms. Nowadays, there's so many acceptable social norms. So many things are acceptable nowadays. So many things that you grew up not accepting, nowadays is accepted. In another society, it's not accepted, but you know these things. And our faith is tested when, when, when these things are presented in front of us. Our faith is tested. And the testing of faith is very good. It's very good. I'm trying to look at someone who goes to the gym here. <laughs> yes, Mr. Mowen, you go to the gym. So what happens? I'm pretty sure you're not born with those guns, you know. <laughs> so what it is, is... <laughs> with, with fitness and, and, and working out, it's it's a case whereby the muscles are being broken down and rebuilt. Broken down and be rebuilt uh that's the that's the whole point so he's working on biceps you just start working and making sure that they break up so when he's hurting in the evening he's breaking up and rebuilding so muscles in the body they have the ability to break up and rebuild that's how they start bulging so in the in the same case our faith is tasted as well it's tested as well in the sense that some of the things we have these desires in ourselves I'm not going to lie, we are human. We are body, spirit, and soul. And sometimes the soul, the, the, the body has desires. But we have to break those desires in our bodies. That's the reason, whole point of fasting. It's to beat down the body. Beat down the body into submission to the spirit. And it's, it's, it's our duty, because we've been given all these things to achieve in our spiritual walk. So with all this enlightenment, what should we do? What should we do? We've heard that there's dream music which is trying to pollute us. We've heard that uh, there are so many social norms that are acceptable. Now, what what should we do as young people? What should we do? Peter was writing and saying, add to these things. So you have to add to these things. It's not enough for you to just get to believe say, Lord, I accept you as my personal savior and say, I have faith. It's not enough. You have to make an effort to add to these things. And what are those things? Some of them, they've been preempted already by um, Gazam, Moral Excellency. When we look at Moral Excellency, we try to to break it into two. So, morals, um, standards of behavior and principles, which is right and wrong. Um, so So many of us young people, we've accepted Christ. But our behaviors, they're not acceptable in the society. Our behaviors are not acceptable in our families. Our behaviors and morals, they don't exhibit excellence. Excellence, I think my wife is is very good. Excellence is when you're meticulous. When you're so attentive to the detail. To the detail. To the detail. How many of us are told in the morning when mom is going to work, please make sure that you... Okay, when I was growing up, my dad would tell me, "Um, please water the garden. I grew up in Zimbabwe, so... Please water the garden. He would go to work and then come back. The garden is dry. (laughs) okay probably because the sun beats down so hard in zimbabwe so probably the water might have evaporated but in truth uh, i didn't didn't water the garden but it's it's that sort of attention to detail that we need to be as young people to actually be listening for instructions and applying it in our young lives with excellence it's a quality of being outstanding or extremely good in everything that we do i think in colossians it says Everything that we do, we should do with excellence. I think my young sister, when we were growing up, sometimes she'd be told to do something. She just does it so that she can get back to what she was doing. Can you please do this errand? You just do it for the sake of just doing it and then walk away. But there's need for excellence. In our Christian walk, We want to be excellent. You want to be following this Christian walk with meticulous attention meticulous attention to detail in what you're doing if you don't pay attention to what you're doing it becomes a routine it becomes religious you know what religion does you'd come to church every day you'd sit there but you you're not changed you're not changed you'd grow to be an old person to be a mother to be a grandfather without change because it becomes a routine but you want to change. You want to change. As we talked about the, the, the health fitness, Mr. Maundo. He, he goes to the gym. He, he works out. If he's going to the gym for years and you don't see any change, is he going to the gym or what? <laughs> it's probably not easy. <laughs> and in our Christian walk, what, what should we do? We should make an effort to gain knowledge. I think it's been expounded earlier. Why are we doing so many things? And in our Christian walk, self-control as well. It's a willpower. A willpower to do... I mean, what affects our willpower? Complacency. Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. For my 10 days of prayer and fasting, you know, I've heard of so many people go like, oh, yeah, I'll start my 10 days in February, you know. It's just been Christmas, you know. I'll do it tomorrow. You know, that spirit of pushing back things. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. There was one lady at our church who used to say, you know, I'll start being serious about this Christian walk when I have my kids. I'll start being serious about this walk probably when I move out of the house. That time will come and you start saying, oh yeah, probably I'll try and do it a bit better when I've got grandkids so that I can be praying over my grandkids. No, the time is now. The time is now when you have the energy. God wants to use us young people. When you still have the energy to walk around. In 2012, 2011, I think there were demonstrations uh, when Nick Clegg was in, uh, in that coalition government with uh, Mr. Cameroon. Do you know the people that were at the forefront of making change? I mean, we, we all remember. Who were they? Young people in London. Everyone who is in the, in the medium, TV presenters, any one of those TV host shows, they want young people to be at the forefront. Equally, Pastor Danin Church is looking for young people in this Christian walk. And it's now the time that we have to be self-controlled and actually be meticulous and be disciplined and have that self-control and not have complacency. Complacency works hand in hand with laziness. You know when laziness starts dripping into your life uh, you just become sloth and slothiness is one of the deadly sins seven deadly sins you know what happens when you're when you when you're lazy you'll be like waking up in bed just look up and then you grab your phone you start texting you turn this side you put your phone in the charger you start texting it's now 11 a.m 12 a.m you'll be like okay let me wake up you get your shower you just eat it's one o'clock Oh yeah, I have to do my assignments now, but your family is now expecting you probably to do some house chores, to do some errands. You know, when you're meticulous, when you're self-disciplined, you know that this is the time to wake up. No matter how I'm feeling, no matter what is going on, this is the time to wake up. It's not about how you feel, because if we're going to just to feel out, uh, uh, to just react on how we feel, probably we won't be here. So many of us were waking. Monday to Friday, even Saturday, yesterday, we were there with the worship evening. Probably you're tired. But you have to be self disciplined and not listen to your body. So much so in a Christian walk as well. We have to be conscious that we are living in these times. And I see so many in the news, the news is so depressing. But the thing is, so many young people are dying. So many young people are dying through stabbings. You might say it's a London thing, but it's here in the home counties, and that should be a wake-up call for you, young people. For us, young people, Christianity used to be for elder, you know, and the people that are much uh, grown because probably they're about to. you know what I mean? <laughs> We're still local. <laughs> We're rolling. <laughs> we'll do that when we get to the age. But no, people are going at a young age. And the, ed- and the elders will get to 120, 15-year-olds are going. That should be a wake-up call, to be self-disciplined and self-controlled. But if we overlook so many things, if we are complacent, we won't produce results. We have to be steadfast in what we're doing, consistency, consistency, consistency. So many of us, we are hot especially as christians january february i think after the fasting we're so into the word come april may june it's another thing young people the same you know you're so consistent in, in, in on sunday probably on a saturday come monday when you meet up with your mates in the playground it's a different person is it consistency you know it it preserves you. I'll say it here consistency preserves you. Trying to live a life that is not of yours will just make you destruction. We just lead you to destruction. It takes effort to try to be someone that you're not. It takes effort, so much effort, to just act a certain way that you're not. And you just want to be consistent. If you're asked the same question today and tomorrow and next year, it has to be consistent. And be true to who you are. It comes with identity. I'm pretty sure Pastor Dan has been preaching about identity for a very long time. Just know who you are. And just affirm who you are. Not affirm. But just affirm who you are. Godliness, brotherly affection, Christian love. All these things have been spoken about. So Peter is writing, when you make an effort to go to to get these things we're expected to see results and you won't fail you won't fail if you get to do these things you won't fail similarly so if you're steady fast, and consistent in your studying in your university you won't fail it's not just enough to attend lectures it's just not enough to be coming to church it's just not enough to be singing in praise and worship we talk about ronaldo and and, and mercy mercy is probably gifted than ronaldo but he, he had to work hard it's just not enough to be gifted it's just not enough to receive this salvation through your parents probably they took you to church or something it's just not enough there's a need for us to to work so hard and in our spiritual in our spiritual walk we need to see results as well we need to see results and i like galatians 5 verse 22 to 25 it just tells us the fruits of the spirits from the spirit which is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control these things will see them if you are working hard if you're making an effort to actually step out of your comfort zone if it's studying if it's studying at university you'd have to wake up you have to put the effort well in time as well because some of us we want to study the night before. It's not going to come through. And we have to exercise our faith. We have to exercise what you study. You have to exercise what you've learned so that you continue to confirm your election. I think mean if I go to doctrine of election probably pastor will put me aside and say okay what are you talking about as, as young people you want to confirm your identity every day you confirm your identity through speech through utterance through co- confessing who you are and you want to do that every day and practice it so that if people come to you at school probably offering you a uh, you know what i'm talking about you know who you are you know who you are And you have to make an effort. Make an effort. I repeat, make an effort in your Christian walk. Probably the title of the word of the the preaching was make every effort. If you make every effort, you won't fail. If you make every effort in your Christian walk, you won't fail. If you make every effort in your school work, you won't fail. You won't fail. Failure is not an option. Sometimes you have setbacks, but failure is not an option. If you practice these things, it's not... For example, someone who wants to get on the property ladder, We all know the property ladder, young people, property ladder, you'd have to be disciplined in saving the money. You'd have to work every day to save up that amount you'd have to probably sacrifice and to go without sometimes equally the same thing if you're really serious about your salvation i'll i'll i, I I'd, I'd be honest sometimes with with young people we are not serious about our salvation we don't guard it jealously probably it's something that we do probably to please our parents or to please the pastor or to just fit in within a church crowd Because I think uh, the spirit of religion sometimes is filtered into our young people. They know how to act church and to present themselves in a very good way. You know, I was there. You just come and do things over and over and over again. But this afternoon, I'm just encouraging us as the church, I'm just encouraging us as young people to make every effort to attain these things. You know, we can get into specifics. We can get into specific things, but If you make it your point, and it starts with setting time aside. Set time aside for your Christian walk. Make every effort for your Christian walk to be fruitful. If you don't put any effort, nothing will come out. And with your Christian walk, you see with the results that will come. I mean, the results we've mentioned them already, they're evident. And you want to be producing results at the end of the day. So young people, Milton Keynes, if you forget everything that I've said, just remember make every effort. Make every effort in your Christian walk, make every effort in everything that you do. Be it at school, make every effort. This is not the year or this is not the time to just wing it. Yeah, we just wing it. Now I'm just rolling with the with the crowd. No. Children of God, we don't wing it. We just don't roll. We're not sidemans, are we? Nah. (laughs) We make every effort. Be intentional about your Christian work. Be intentional about your school work. Be intentional about the relationship. As Ma'am Gadza was saying, it's a relationship that you need to be intentional with your parents. And lastly as well, parents, we're in this together. We are raising these young children together and Mr. Mgaza and Pastor, they're so passionate about the young people. And it is our duty as well i always say in luton that the greatest youth leaders are the parents we want to work in a partnership we want to push our children we want to push your children as well so that they can attain these so that they can produce results and it is my prayer that as parents that will be making time and effort as well to impart the next generation I'm not going to ask the show of hands, but how many of our parents actually discuss the word after today? How many of our parents do actually have a conversation with the children about what they're thinking of what's going on? Because 9 out of 10 times, they're spending time with you. 95% they're with you. And Mr. they is spending 45 minutes, probably once every week. And it is that partnership that we need as well as the youth ministry. We need that partnership with you as well to be impacting life. And it is my call as well to you to be intentional and make every effort with the young people. Be their mentors. Encourage them to come to Christ. And have that conversation with them all the time and discuss with them all the time the word. When they come here, it will be so much easier for Mr. Ungarza and Pastor Danny to work with them because the groundwork has been done at home. Let us be intentional and make every effort in our relationships, in what we're doing at work, in our businesses that we want to start, and most of all, in our Christian work. Things are not going to move on their own unless we make any effort. So, with those words, I'll say thank you very much for accommodating me. Thank you for tuning into Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. To interact with us, please visit our website at afmimmiltonkeams.org or follow us at Ebenezer Fellowship AFMIM on Facebook. Instagram, and Twitter. You can also interact with Pasta on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For easy access, the links are in the description.